Welcome to Real Money Talks. Real strategies from the money makers and the world changers that you can use to make millions, keep those millions, multiply your wealth, and build your team. Here's your host, author of five New York Times bestsellers, money expert on Dr. Phil, CNN, CNBC, The Street TV, Fox News, and The View, Laurel Langmire. Hey, this is Laurel, and welcome back to Laurel's Real Money Talks, a podcast where we're making millionaires. We talk about how to make money, how to keep it, how to invest it, how to use that team and integrate your wealth plan. So every week in every episode, I have an amazing guest or some great content that you just have to put into your life. Uh, so make sure that you're sharing our podcasts and uh, especially with those in your family. And today we have uh, someone that's going to talk a lot about that. As you, a lot of you know, I'm launching my book, Make Your Kids Millionaires. Uh, if you haven't grabbed it, go to makeyourkidsmillionaires.com. There's $1,500 of bonuses. You get another copy of my free book and a whole bunch of other goodies. Uh, today, though, I have Chad Wilderson with me. He is the founder of Pacific Capital. He an entrepreneur, investor. Um, I'm going to say we're partners now because we're also invested in a very, very cool company we're going to share with you called Gravy Stack. But before that, uh, first, Chad, welcome to Laurel's Real Money Talks. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. So talk a little bit about this. Chad just wrote a book. Um, we'll tell you where you all to go out and grab it. Uh, what I love is Smart Not Spoiled. I think you and I must have been uh, in some of the same plane because we yes. wrote almost identical chapters in our book. So oh, awesome. super fun. So talk a little bit about your background and what was the really the, the passion and movement behind the Smart Not Spoiled book. Yeah, so thank you for uh, for promoting that for me. But I, I'm a, my wife and I have been married 21 years, and we have five children. So my oldest is 17; she's a junior in high school, and my youngest is six; he's a kindergartner. And um, I've you know I've been in the wealth management industry like you my whole career, and I yeah. just felt that this is something that's not being taught in schools, and it's just not being taught, in fact, in most homes. And so, like you, I really wanted to promote that you know, that message that it's important to teach our kids about money and how to be prepared and, and be more financially thoughtful as they grow into their adulthood. And so, it, you know, it's something that I felt passionate about. And I just said, I, I need to, I need to really get a message in, you know, written down on paper and, and spread this as much as I can. And so that's why I'm excited to, uh, to share the book and also to be partnered with you. So talk a little bit about uh, just some of the lessons in the book. Um, I know you and I both have the never pay your kids an allowance, uh, mm -hmm. you know, agreement, which I think there's very few people who really, you know, had ever really promoted that. So when we met, I was like, oh, I've been talking about that since my son was four. Yeah. Uh, so talk about that, because I think as entrepreneurs, um, I, I shouldn't say it's one of the most important strategies, but it's right up there. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say one of the things in the book, like you said, is not paying your kids an allowance, but rather incentivizing them to find opportunities to really create work opportunities to find things around the house or even around the neighborhood and to get things done and, you know, get paid for their work and their efforts and build that confidence rather than just getting a paycheck because another week passed by. So that's definitely one of the principles I talk about, which is just learning to earn, learn how to make money learn how to be uh, valuable out in the public, um, seeing, seeing that you are worthwhile and that you're not paid like dependent on someone else giving you money, but it's like, Hey, I have some, I have something to contribute. You know, I have something that I can give. And I think that's important to instill at a very young age for sure. 
So speak to the parents that are out there, Chad, what would you, what do you say? What's your message? I mean, having, you know, I think both of us working with clients front facing for so long, right. uh, what do you find the, 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 I would say that not only the trends, but really the needs, what do the parents need to hear to start? Parents, bringing yeah, Parents need to hear a lot of parents. You need to hear that your kids are learning about money, whether you're saying something out loud or not. Yeah. They're learning by observing you. They're learning by listening to you. They're learning by watching what you do. They, they learn if you're, if you just swipe the card and you know, the Amazon boxes show up in the mail on the porch, it's like, they're learning something like, Hey, okay. If I have that little magic card, I get boxes of presents on my porch, you know? So I think you have to be very intentional about it. You've got to actually be on the front lines of what do I want my family to learn about money? And I think parents, you can understand that kids learn at a much quicker rate than we used to. They can learn younger. You know, they're picking up an iPad and learning tech at a super young age. So don't be afraid to talk to them about money when they're little and, and start having those conversations. Don't wait till they're 16 or 17 and then and then decide it's it's time, you know. Yeah. So give some uh, kind of, I say, some scripting or conversation to the parents. They're out there listening. And by the way, this is worldwide. So we have uh, folks that listen to this podcast from six continents. Um, what would you say to the parents who have never talked about money? Right. And yeah. like, what are their first conversations that you would encourage them to start having? I think the first conversation you have is what does money actually mean? Um, and, and having that conversation that money is neither good nor bad. Money is a means to an end. Money can accomplish great things. It can help people. It can take you out of poverty. It can, it can, yeah. you know, help people in need. It can give you freedom. But I think it starts with defining what money actually means to you as a family and maybe having that conversation, asking your kids, what do you think money means? What does money mean to you? How do you feel when you receive money? How do you feel when you spend money? Um, where does money come from? I think those are things that you can just start a dialogue with and have a conversation. But I think the first step is you have to actually have the conversation. Yeah. You know, that's the first step for you as parents is like, saying, I'm going to actually talk about it. Maybe here are a couple questions or conversation starters I'm going to use, but you have to start by having the conversation. Yeah. And one of the things too, all of you listening, uh, and I know uh, you've heard me say this on other podcasts, but, you know, putting from Monopoly, I was the cash flow uh, distributor for years. So, you know, but then put cash flow game and uh, you see I have my millionaire maker game up there. I mean, yeah. putting games around a kitchen table or, you know, a table where it also, you know, helps, helps bring that conversation to light. Really. I agree. I agree. And I think making it fun for kids is important. Having them engaged and involved. It can't be lectures to your kids about money. No. It needs to be a conversation. So let's jump over to uh, what's going to be fun, which is gravy stack. So talk yeah. about how you got involved. I came a little later to the to the group uh, as an investor yeah. and now partner with you guys. Uh, but talk about your like how you got involved in this project because it's going to change the world with money. Yes, absolutely. So gravy stack, it's very exciting. Uh, we're we're planning a, a launch on May 29th, 2022 here coming up soon. Uh, so back in February 2021. Mm. The I think the idea was just kind of starting to form in our founder, Gravy Stack founders idea head, you know, his visionary head, Scott Donnell. And um, I was in a breakout session for a strategic coach. And mm -hmm. Dan Sullivan mentioned to the group that 
I was writing a book called Smart Not Spoiled and that Dan really liked the title of that because he felt like people really need to start teaching their kids to be smart with money. Scott overheard that and messaged me on the side and just said, hey, I'd like to talk about what's in your book and, and kind of an idea that I have. And so we set up a call and we had a great Zoom call and he said he's thinking about doing something regarding debit cards and banking for kids and something around gaming and something fun. But he wanted to really incorporate the the ideas in the book. And I said, well, I'm not done writing it, but I'll be done soon. And so as soon as I finished, I sent him a a copy and he said he, he read it, ate it up, wrote notes and all kinds of things. And so we actually um, we met up with my wife and him and his wife in Arizona and supposed to be like an hour and a half dinner and ended up being like a five hour dinner. And we just talked about all the ideas of what this could turn into. And so here we are a year and a few months after that uh, initial dinner. And um, I'm very excited about it. Yeah, I am too. I am. Uh, So let's talk about the, the, the gravy stack from your perspective, um, because others of you that are out there, you're going to hear Scott in a podcast interview uh, talking in, uh, in detail, but I want to hear your perspective. What are, what are the parts of gravy stack and uh, maybe describe it to our audience? Yeah, so Gravy Stack is yeah, Gravy Stack is a financial gaming app for kids that comes with a debit card. Um, the the slogan of the company is "Game, Learn, Earn," and, I, and I've tested that with my teenagers and my my teenagers, my kids' friends, and they love it. They think about gaming, having fun, learning, and earning real money. And so yeah. our our taglines are like it's more than just a debit card for kids. And it's better than allowance. Kids can have fun. They can earn real money and they can get ahead. And there's a lot of education that they're going to get through this platform, this app, but it's going to be, it's going to be fun. You know, there's a lot of, of work going into it to make it very much similar to the games that they're used to playing and some of the features and, and the in-game currency called grits where they can earn all kinds of, um, you know, in-game currency to do upgrades and have fun and, and do whatever they want. They can rank on leaderboards. They can be an influencer on the platform. Um, but at the same time, they have a debit card and they can earn real money and they have a real account. And eventually they're going to be learning about investing and doing investing. So really it's about learn by doing. And um, it's a financial app that we think is really going to change the game for kids and money because currently what's out there, there are a lot of companies out there that are offering debit cards for kids and they're offering ways to automate allowance, and they're not really engaging the kids themselves. It's more like a chore chart for parents with automated allowance and things like that. And when we're trying to do something completely different. So Chad, let's talk about the reasons why this is critical, right? We talked about you know parents needing to really bring this into their home. And I think you and I and the team at Gravy Stack and even probably independently believe and know that the family is really gotta be responsible for the financial conversation. So, Absolutely. yeah. So talk a little bit about more of the, the reasons why this is, it's not, it's going to be a game changer. Yes, absolutely. I, I think um, as we've seen over the last two years where many schools have been locked down and there's been crazy challenges going on in the school systems. Now more than ever, we need to take the learning of our kids into our own hands. And I think that this gravy stack opportunity is really taking that front and center and saying, I'm going to, I'm going to help my kids get ahead and learn about money and learn by doing. And I, I mean, for $4.99 a month, that's a 
that's a, that's a cup of coffee. That's a sandwich. That's not, it's not that much. And it's for the whole family. So if you have two or three kids, they're all included in that. So I, I think it's a small investment and commitment, but it's a huge potential benefit for families across the country and beyond, because they're really going to get that experience as we continue to innovate, not only the gaming side of it, but the learning and the earning side of it, which is really going to be exciting for kids. Yeah, absolutely. So what do you think the, uh, talk about the greedy mon a little bit. Um, yeah. I want to bring up some of the, the highlights that are going to be in the Gravy Stack uh, app. And then also those of you that are out listening, if you want to get on the waiting list, go to gravystack.com, get on the waiting list uh, for the May 29th uh, launch. Yeah, so great point. The greedy mon is the villain. So like every good movie and every good uh, game has a, has a bad guy, has a character that's against you. And so Greedy Mon is a villain in the game that really is, he's greedy. He's trying to make you make bad financial decisions. And so there are different missions and lands and levels and all kinds of things that you can achieve in the game. And as you're going through each different level, there's the villain is there trying to get you to do things that are bad for you financially. So it's kind of like you're attacking the villain by making good decisions throughout the game. You've got avatars that are really cool that are helping you guide you through the different levels and missions. And so I think it's it's a fun, adventurous way to to really learn about money, you know, and get prepared. So it, I, we're going to make it as engaging as possible. This is not just like a regular debit card account or, or some kind of class. It's going to be fun. And that's what I'm excited about. And talk about the parent corner. Right. For those yeah. parents that are out there and you're watching and you're going, OK, I'm going to get this app for me and my kids. Um, yeah. They're going to need some guidance. So talk about the parent corners and the advice. We're going to be there. Yes. Just probably you and I with your right. book. Uh, right. The spoiled, not smart. That, that's the smart, not spoiled. Yeah. With my book, The Make Your Kids Millionaires, is some base for financial literacy. Talk about the parent support. So so parents are going to have access to. A lot of great financial advice. You've got experts like Laurel and, and like me and many others who are going to be there essentially giving tips and ideas to parents how to discuss these money issues with their kids, whether they're teenagers or small children. Um, there's going to be an inner circle of people who are supporting your kids. So that could be aunt, uncle, trusted neighbor, grandparent, whatever it might be, teacher, who are also Maybe they're matching the earnings or savings of your kids. Maybe they're just encouraging along the way as your kids are achieving new levels of financial um, independence. You know, so there's there are going to be a lot of resources for parents in the Gravy Stack app that'll give you what you need as you're going through this journey of teaching your kids how to be financially prepared. You know, one of the questions, Chad, I get uh, a lot of times with the book. You know, my book title: Make Your Kids Millionaires. Um, and it, it kind of, you know, goes to, to your title, which is smart, not spoiled. What are some of the uh, messages that you would tell the parents about how to assure that they're smart, not spoiled? I mean, I've had a lot of parents, like I said, with my book saying, well, what if I'm not a millionaire and what if I'm not right. financially literate? I mean, how, how do I begin? So there's kind of two questions is one guiding the, the parent, if, even if they don't have a lot of money right now, that they could still learn this. And how do they guide that the kids become smart? Not yeah, I, I think uh, making your kids millionaires, you don't have to be like you can break the cycle. Yeah. It doesn't matter where you're starting from. If you want your kids, most of us want our kids to achieve and experience better than we have. And so I know I want that for my kids. And 
I think if you're if you're learning new principles and incorporating them into your family, then you're you're going to break that cycle of of basically the limited beliefs maybe that have carried on about money in your entire in your entire family tree. And so if as, if you're learning new things and you're acquiring new knowledge and you're teaching them to your kids and helping them grow and learn, then you certainly are opening up doors that would would have never otherwise been opened. And so it's really easy to take the kind of a path of least resistance and spoil our kids and give them stuff to just keep them out of our, keep them busy, keep them out of our hair, you know, but that's not going to help empower them to be independent. And so making your kids millionaires, making them smart, not spoiled. I think it's, it's the ambition of every good parent to say, I want my kids to, to grow and learn and achieve more and experience more than, than I ever did. And so it takes that mindset of maybe just being a little bit humble about it saying, it's okay. You know, if, if my kids end up reaching a level of financial independence that I haven't reached, that's okay. But I think in the process, when you as a parent are learning these principles, you're going to grow as well. So I've had parents tell me, and I'm sure you will too, about the new book is like, I know this is for my kids, but I learned a lot myself. And I think that's important is you're bringing it in the home and you're learning together. That's, that's the key. Yeah. So let's head back over to your book again, as we uh, will be talking more about Gravy Stack through other podcasts as uh, we continue uh, our launch and we're recording in March, 2022, for those of you um, that might be hearing this later. Um, so May Gravy Stack will be coming out, get on our wait list, gravystack.com. And uh, we look forward to being there right with you parents that are out there. But I want to come back over to your book for a little bit, Chad, talk about some of the like it says seven money skills that the kids must master before leaving the nest. Sure. So do a, do a, a high level review. What are the okay. seven money skills? Yeah. So, so the first one is invest early and often. And in that chapter, I talk about compound interest and how to teach your kids the value of patiently investing for the future. Um, the second one is borrow wisely. I think we've seen the, you know, the challenges that come with overspending and over borrowing a lot of people in significant debt, and uh, there's bankruptcies, there's high student loan debt. And so I think teaching kids about borrowing is important. The second they turn 18, they're getting credit card solicitations to borrow money. So we've got to take charge of that conversation early. Number three is know your cash flow. I'm talking about budgeting, financial planning, just teaching your kids to understand the difference between income and expenses and everything that's going on there. Number four, I talk about taxes. Uh, we, we often don't talk about that with kids and then they're stuck paying their first tax bill and they don't understand their tax returns. And so I think at least a basic knowledge of what taxes are and, and why and where do we pay them is extremely important. Number five is learn to earn. That's what we talked about as entrepreneurs is helping our kids learn how to earn money, how to be valuable, do what they like and earn money while doing it. Um, six is protect who and what you care about. So that's about really protection and insurance and being prepared for the unexpected. And seven, most importantly, give generously. And that, that, that's where we teach kids that to have an abundant mindset and not think in terms of scarcity, but think about giving and using money for good. So those are the seven topics. I share lots of stories and experiences and ideas and tips for parents in there, but hopefully that gives a little taste. Yeah, that's good. So um, I haven't dug all the way through this, but I'm curious, what do you say? My daughter and I did a, a mom's daughters and money um, program. We call it a financial filing, you know, kit where we had four buckets, right? And so 
what what do you kind of say around those categories? And I know Gravy Stack, we're gonna have three. We're gonna have the invest, the spend, um, you know, the, the save invest, which would be one, uh, right. spend and then share. So right. what's what do you kind of think in those categories just to give parents? Because I don't think, and the reason I want to bring it up is there's not one right answer. Right. I think it's really what the family comes up with and how they have that conversation. But what are those those buckets or those groups that you recommend and how I, much? I, yeah, for us, uh, for our kids, they have that pretty much the similar. They've got invest and save. They've got what they want to spend and what they want to give away. But I, I don't think, like you said, the categories are less important to me. Even the percentages may not be as important. It's just that you're actually planning ahead. That, that's important. Where you're talking about the uses of money and having a plan before you earn the money and receive the money. I think that's important for kids to say, hey, I'm going to be intentional with the money that comes into my life. Yep. And if you can instill that habit young, there's no limit for these kids. No, it's un it's unbelievable. So what would you like to say to um, the parents that are out there? Well, first of all, tell us where we get your book and then yes. give them some how to jump in. Do they just go in and read it? What's the best consumption of your content? Yeah, I, I'd say for both the books I've written, it's they're on Amazon. Um, I don't have any fancy places to go get them, but it's smart, not spoiled and uh, stress-free money. They're on Amazon. They have audio books and uh, all, all formats. So ebook, Kindle, hardcover, soft copy, whatever you want, but I'd say my message is really that uh, stress-free money is possible with some intentional forethought and teaching kids to be smart, not spoiled is, is incredibly important. Um, we, we cannot delegate teaching money to our kids. It has to come from us. Yeah. And if you're in a situation where you can pick up a, a copy of a book and read it or listen to it and that and get some ideas that may change the future of your family tree, you know, why wouldn't you do that? And, and I think that goes the same with all the incredible things that you're putting out there and making your kids millionaires and the, and the game, which I'm very excited about that you've got. So these are things that can only help further this conversation in your family. And I, I really highly recommend it. Yeah. So again, go to Amazon, get smart, not spoiled. Uh, one last question I do want to ask because it is in the probably ending sections is uh, how do you talk about generational wealth and what kind of advice do you give folks? You know, it's a great question. I've, I've talked to different families over the years and everyone has their own take on it. I have some families that really have a strict stance of not giving, you know, not passing on the money because they they're afraid it's going to ruin the next generations. And on the other side, I have people who are extremely intentional about setting up foundations and charities and, and different investment properties and things that are going to pay their next generations for, for decades. And so I, I think I would go back to the same answer as before that it, it's not necessarily one size fits all, but having the conversation and going through the process of planning together is, a, is the main factor, you know, get your goals out on the table, discuss what you think is going to outlive you, what assets, what investments, and, and discuss how to basically manage that for the future generations as soon as you can while you're healthy, while you're young, you know, have these conversations, make a plan. And with a plan, you're going to be much more successful. 
Yeah, I would agree. And I think a lot of you that have got uh, my book as well, the makeyourkidsmillionaires.com. Uh, I probably am on the more aggressive side of starting really early in those, not only just the conversations, but the transfer conversations. How does that even happen? Um, because most people, I call it the surprise basket, Chad. Most mm -hmm. people have a surprise basket at the end. No one's talked about it. No one's prepared anyone. And uh, a death with a will is how everybody kind of finds out about it. So, so true. So I'm true. not a fan of the surprise basket. It doesn't set anyone up, you know, for any generational wealth. Um, sure. So any last words uh, for our audience? And uh, I know I'll be having you back once our Gravy Stack app. I think it's going to be fun. Maybe all three or four of us all come together and we'll show some screenshots. Yeah, the end of May when, uh, when Gravy Stack comes out. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah, I just want to say thank you for having me on the show. I, I, I really believe in this message. I think that kids and families need to make money a more comfortable conversation topic at home. So I'm excited to be out here talking about it. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks, Chad. And those of you that are um, out watching, go to askplural.com, A-S-K-L-O-R-A-L, ask any question, make a request. And uh, my team is there every day, making sure that you get what you need on your journey for financial literacy. So we'll be back next week on the next episode of Laurel's Real Money Talks. So this is Laurel and you've been listening to my podcast. If you've enjoyed this, I have a couple things you can do that are completely up to you. Number one, Take my quiz, go to integratedwealthsystems.com and take the quiz. You will find that there's one of four personalities, financial personalities we call them, that you're gonna fall into. So as you take the quiz, it'll actually go through and identify, are you you know, uh, in stagnant cash flow, right? Are you overpaying taxes? Do you have debt issues? You know, are you a lifestyle junkie? Where are you? And then from there, it goes to a video that actually gives you some solutions on how to correct that problem. So again, go to integratedwealthsystems.com, take my quiz, and we'll go from there. Thanks for listening to the Real Money Talks podcast. Your host has been Laurel Langmeyer, author of five New York Times bestsellers, money expert on Dr. Phil, CNN, CNBC, The Street TV, Fox News, and The View. Want to learn more about off-Wall Street investing, tax strategies, and multi-million dollar business strategies? Visit liveoutloud.com slash podcast for past episodes, show notes, and resources. For some special wealth-building gifts only for Laurel's podcast listeners, visit liveoutloud.com slash podcast gifts. Do you have a burning question for Laurel? Visit asklaurel.com to submit your question, and it may just be covered on a podcast episode. So stay tuned and be sure to subscribe to get new episodes every week. Oh,